I'm only human after all And you're only human after all Don't put the blame on me Welcome to First Formation, a spiritual exercise for high church lowlifes looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join us every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 98 O sing to the Lord a new song, for she has done marvelous things. Her right hand and her holy arm have given her victory. The Lord has made known her cry. She has revealed her vindication in the sight of the nations. She has remembered her steadfast love and faithfulness to the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the victory of our God. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth into joyous song and sing praises. Sing praises to the Lord with a lyre with a lyre and the sound of melody. With trumpets and the sound of the horn, make a joyful noise before the Lord, the King. Let the sea roar and all that fills it, the world and all those who live in it. Let the floods clap their hands, let the hills sing together for joy at the presence of the Lord, for she is coming to judge the earth. She will judge the world with righteousness and the peoples with equity. Daniel chapter 3, verses 19 through 30. Then Nebuchadnezzar was so filled with rage against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that his face was distorted. He ordered the furnace heated up seven times more than was customary and ordered some of the strongest guards in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and to throw them into the furnace of blazing fire. So the men were bound, still wearing their tunics, their trousers, their hats, and their other garments, and they were thrown into the furnace of blazing fire. Because the king's command was urgent and the furnace was so overheated, the raging flames killed the men who lifted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But the three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down, bound, into the furnace of blazing fire. Then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished and rose up quickly. He said to his counselors, Was it not three men that we threw bound into the fire? They answered the king, True, O king. He replied, But I see four men unbound walking in the middle of the fire, and they're not hurt, and the fourth has the appearance of a god. Nebuchadnezzar then approached the door of the furnace of blazing fire and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out, come here. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out from the fire, and the satraps, the prefects, the governors, and the king's counselors gathered together, and saw that the fire had not had any power over the bodies of those men. The hair of their heads was not singed, their tunics were not harmed, not even the smell of fire came from them. Nebuchadnezzar said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and delivered his servants who trusted in him. They disobeyed the king's command and yielded up their bodies rather than serve and worship any any god except their own god. Therefore I make a decree. Any people, nation, or language that utters blasphemy against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be torn limb from limb, and their house is laid in ruins. For there is no other God who is able to deliver in this way. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon.
Revelation chapter 18, verses 21 through 24. Then a mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone and threw it into the sea, saying, With such violence Babylon the great city will be thrown down, and will be found no more. And the sound of harpists and minstrels and of flautists and trumpeters will be heard in you no more. And the artisan of any trade will be found in you no more. And the sound of the millstone will be heard in you no more. And the light of a lamp will shine in you no more. And the voice of a bridegroom and bride will be heard in you no more. For your merchants were the magnates of the earth, and all the nations were deceived by your sorcery. And in you was found the blood of prophets and of saints, and of all who have been slaughtered on earth. Good morning, and welcome to the 21st Tuesday after Pentecost. This is Brother Logan Isaac, broadcasting from Imesville, Maryland. This morning's readings come from Psalm 98, Daniel 3, and Revelation 18, very much like yesterday. And we do indeed, as I suspected, get the follow-up to um, Nebuchadnezzar's uh, attempt to martyr Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Um, And if you're not familiar with the story, they get tied up and thrown into the fire and the fire's super hot it's so hot that the people who, who throw them in there are killed by the fire and then once they're in there must have you know clearly a big enough door to put people through um, but then also from a distance Nebuchadnezzar sees that there seem to be four people in the fire um, one of them has the appearance of a god and so he uh, drastically alters course and um, has them taken out, or he calls them out. And he uh, goes from, you know, insisting they worship his golden image um, to basically saying anybody that blasphemes their God, God of Israel, um, they'll, they'll be put to death. And it's this, you know, total reverse course, you might say metanoia, um, and I think that would be just fine. Um, metanoia is just a changing of your ways. It's not, you know, some big dramatic thing. It's just like being, being convinced and, and changing the way you do things. Um, and coupled with the reading from Revelation, um, the, the pivot seems to me like it's a good thing. But it also makes me think like, that guy just can't make up his mind. Like Nebuchadnezzar, um, you know, feels really passionately about people worshiping, you know, this idol he made. But then, you know, it doesn't seem like they're in there very long. He just like flips on a dime. And I, maybe it's just, you know, in the period of transition that we're at now, or I don't know, maybe I'm just kind of getting cantankerous. But what's struck me is like, if I were one of his servants or, or um, subjects, uh, I, I I wouldn't really trust him because like he's he's turned so quickly. It doesn't seem he believes in very much. I mean, certainly he appears to have just witnessed a miracle, or he believes he's witnessed a miracle, and that's maybe a big deal. Um, 
a bigger deal, or I'm sorry, not as big a deal to a society that doesn't necessarily believe they know everything, or a, a period of time where so much less is known, and so even more that cannot be explained is, is just accepted as fact. But um, I don't know. That's that's what that passage made me think of, especially when we um, had this reading from Revelation, and it's almost a song. It's like a, a quote within the, the actual um, book. And it has this like call and response. Sound of harpists, blah, 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 will be heard in you no more. Artisan found in you no more. Millstone heard in you no more. Shine in you no more. Heard in you no more. Um, and so it's this cadence. Um, and it, it closes with, all in you was found the blood of prophets. Uh, oh, and in you was found the blood of prophets and of saints. And of all have been slaughtered on earth. And so um, I think that that last line painted how I read um, the uh, the passage from Daniel. Like, has the king done this thing to kind of appease the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego because he's afraid that that God is so powerful that he might unseat him? Um, and, if, and if that's true, that seems to be kind of the point. Like, God does seem to be in the business of scaring the shit out of kings and um, and unseating them when they're when they do bad stuff um, but it's, it, it I think with that line that reminder um, that you know in Babylon was found the blood of prophets and saints and all those who have been slaughtered on the earth that reminder of like look you can't escape you know what you've done this doesn't you know, blanket over it. Because Nebuchadnezzar is not repenting of that. He's repenting of, you know, killing Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But he hasn't really repented of the other things that he's done. Um, and so if you don't, you know, if you don't ask for forgiveness, you don't repent of certain things, but you do of others, those certain things are still going to be kind of sitting on your soul. Um, and, you know, it's just, I don't know, it's just this, fascinating line um, to, to close with um, and that being said um, I think there, there's a danger in Christian soldiers reading this and thinking or hearing me reflect on it and think that you know there's if you don't repent of everything that you've done you know you're that will sit on your soul um, I think that's I think there's a grain of truth in that but Soldiers and veterans are far more likely to um, to suffer from false guilt, like survivor's guilt, uh, guilt for things that they have not done or failed to do. Um, and I think that very few soldiers and veterans that I've met are like Nebuchadnezzar, who do the kind of things that he does, um, and then you know repents of some of it. For the most part, um, men and women in uniform who who um, who do undergo some kind of repentance, um, it's very often that, you know, they can't repent enough. Like there's, there's a much more overarching um, sense of how do I make things right? Um, and so I don't want my listeners or anyone to hear my, you know, kind of criticism of Nebuchadnezzar and all the blood that's been slaughtered uh, by his, by Babylon and think that there's some parallel. I, I 
again, I think there's a grain of truth that kind of uh, can be misleading. Um, but there are some who repent of some things and not of others. I was listening to several podcasts, in fact, speaking of soldiers and veterans, um, of one of, I won't name which one, but one of the soldiers that was um, pardoned by President Trump who had been convicted of war crimes by a court-martial. And they were sorry for some things, but not for other very important things, like lying to or asking a soldier to lie about something. Um, these selective, selective repentance does exist. Um, but I think they're the exception rather than the rule. Um, so I don't want, um, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I think the false guilt has been on my mind lately. Um, and I think it's important to address that because it's, it's easy to take the Bible out of context. Um, and I don't want my listeners to do that. Um, the, the passage today was very specifically about Babylon. And Babylon did this one little thing, you know, repented of killing three believers, of not making three martyrs. Um, but they've left out so many other things that, that need to be repented of. And so this, in this reading, we're reminded that in Babylon is still found the blood of prophets and saints. And all those, have been, those who have been slaughtered on the earth because they haven't asked for forgiveness. They haven't repented of that. They only repented of, you know, a very specific thing. And that, if anything, points to the importance of of um, looking closely at the things that we think we've done and the things we think we haven't done and not, and rejecting the sense, the sense of false guilt for believing that we are We've done something wrong. We failed to do something to prevent a wrong when, in fact, we haven't. Um, I think it's really important to look at our sins, to look at the things that we've done wrong, um, both to repent of the things that we've done wrong, but also to uh, to come to an awareness of the things that we have not done wrong and that we should not um, feel guilt for uh, falsely. Prayer for those who suffer for the sake of conscience in the Book of Common Prayer. O God, our Father, whose Son forgave his enemies while he was suffering shame and death, strengthen those who suffer for the sake of conscience. When they are accused, save them from speaking in hate. When they are rejected, save them from bitterness. When they are imprisoned, save them from despair. And to us, your servants, give grace to respect their witness and to discern the truth, that our society may be cleansed and strengthened. This we ask for the sake of Jesus Christ, our merciful and righteous judge. 